Grizzlies, I've been able to create a band inside of the school and they have given me so many resources to grow. Like the pub has been incredible this year. Everyone who works at the pub, incredible. Everyone at the SA is incredible. They've been so helpful. Welcome to Voice Podcast, the podcast for students by students. And today as guests, we have Nathan Graham of the band Sons of Rick, also a student of Second Union AMC Advertising Marketing Communications. And November has been a busy month for you. I guess last week of October till November, trip to Ireland, uh, launching a new website for your band, performing at St. Larry's and ending the year, I guess, with other shows in December. So 2022 is ending very well for you, Nathan. Yeah, it definitely is. It's been really busy. It's been really nice to finally be back on campus to be able to uh, get into some of these projects and really get into working with the school for doing different things. So it's really been great. A lot of fun, stressful sometimes, but uh, that's, uh, that's how it is. But it's been great. Yeah. Stressful in a good way or bad way? Stressful in a good way. It's nice to have that stress where I'm thinking about like what I'm going to do for my next project or what I want to start working on to further myself as a musician or further myself as a marketer and stuff like that. So stressful, stressful in a good way for sure. Yeah. That's good. And uh, how, how do you think? Like we are now approaching uh, like uh, the end of the year, not school year, but still calendar year. How do you think uh, uh, 2022 has been to you? Uh, I think 2022 has probably been one of the best years for me. Uh, I formed a lot of really great friendships and relationships with people. Um, I've gotten to explore myself further as a musician and as like a school student. Uh, I've gotten to, I kind of understand what I want to do in my future now. I've gotten to reflect on that and open myself uh further on make a lot of different connections so 2022 has uh, been a really good year for nathan for sure <laughs> well that, that's always amazing to hear you know like students uh, everyone in life is having a good year it's always fascinating and one thing which uh, is very particular for you as a student is having such a busy life for you you know i guess uh, you study uh you have a part-time job as well Plus, you have to manage uh, and also be part of a band and the famous assignments of the AMC program. So tell us a little bit, how do you manage all of this as a student? Yeah, for sure. Well, definitely my first suggestion, go to Dollarama, buy an agenda. Um, That's helped me tremendously. My first year of AMC, I went without uh, anything. And uh, there's a lot of times where I was cutting it really close, I found being able to write down when assignments are due and when I'm going to be doing certain meetings and stuff has really kept me on track. Um, Just like writing down the timings and making sure if you have an assignment, put it due as the day beforehand. um, So you're not stuck doing it last minute, having to cancel plans because of that. Um, And just be smart about what you're planning. Don't take on more then you can actually take on because sometimes, I mean, that creates problems and I've done that before. So just um, don't overdo it, but uh, it's okay to have a busy schedule if you think you can manage it. But again, don't overdo it. Get an agenda, write down when things are happening and 
That's my best strategy. Time management is definitely one of the most important skills in life. Uh, at least I think so. Uh, so being able to start working on that and understanding what works best for you uh, is one of the best things you can uh, get in life for sure. Yeah. So again, like speaking of managed time, so you invest uh, a lot of time, I guess, with Sons of Rick, right? And uh, we're going to talk a bit about your band, Sons of Rick. So we have, I guess, you, we have Joel, we have Nick, we have Riley. Uh, thank you for representing them. And I guess they are all amazing members. If you haven't seen them, they're performing at St. Larry's, I guess, like how much time? Uh, uh, yeah, we actually have another show coming up uh, December 2nd, which is very exciting. It's going to be with, uh, so far we have another band coming in and we might have one more. We're still working out the details and actually we're working with the AMC program to make an advertising plan yeah. for it. Um, which is really exciting. So December 2nd, and we're looking to book a few more concerts throughout December and hopefully January, but yeah. still working on that for sure. That's good. You have a very good music scene in Kingston also, mm -hmm. I guess, a lot of platform to perform as well. And speaking a bit of history of Sons of Rick, how did you meet each other, you know? Yeah. I think you and uh, Joel knew each other before. Yeah, for yeah. sure. So uh, if we're talking about Joel, me and Joel have known each other for a while. We used to do rock camps uh, yeah. back when we were younger. Uh, and actually, we formed another band together that uh, I still work with, actually. Um, that's another side thing. But uh, so we met back then, and he decided to go to SLC, and so did I. So that's great. For Nick and Riley, well, Nick and Riley are both in the AMC program yeah. with me. And I still remember our first day of orientation. Yeah. We were going through what we each like to do mm -hmm. and stuff. And uh, I saw Nick and he was like, I like to play guitar. And he was so like joyful and optimistic. And I was like, I have to be friends with that guy. <laughs> of course, and yeah. uh, Riley as a drummer, like uh, it, it was really cool to see there is like so many musicians. So at the start, I was like, I want to meet these people. And I mean, with COVID for the first year, it wasn't as easy. Uh, but now, actually, I was working with Riley throughout the summer with mm -hmm. recruitment uh, here at SLC. So we got to know each other pretty well. Um, and if we're talking about the formation, well, we had a student, uh, Nayeli, in our program. She asked me if I could set up some live music for her. Mm -hmm. uh, and I was like, yeah, I could probably do that. So I talked to Nick, Joel and Riley and I was like, can we do something? And we put together a band, we put together a set list of uh, covers and stuff, and we played there uh, outside for a birthday and ended up being really nice. And we're like, this is something we can definitely work with and create. And as three of us are AMC students, we've been doing a lot of marketing and creating like a brand yeah. and brand image. So uh, it's been really cool experience, not only for the music part, but also learning how it is to like set up like uh, a brand and do marketing stuff like that so it's been a great experience amazing you know like just seeing how you formed each other very not coincidence but more like you were all at the right place at the right time kind of way and one is a drummer so if, let tell me a bit about the role of the mm -hmm. other members sure yeah. yeah so we like to switch around a lot we're yeah. all pretty versatile in our uh, musical roles, but Riley uh, is our mainstay drummer. She's always doing the drumming. She's really good. Um, and then 
I do the lead vocals, so most songs I'll be singing on or maybe doing some backup vocals, and I also do uh, guitar on it. Um, now, Joel, um, he does most of the lead guitars. He does solos very well. Yeah. Uh, I've always been impressed with that. Um, and he's also decided to take on more singing roles, um, and I've been very impressed with his progression. Um, and then Nick is also playing guitar with us and also doing vocals as well. And he sounds really good. We have a really good mix of everything. And then me, Nick and Joel can all play bass. So we kind of oh, all change between guitar, yeah. bass and singing. If there's one thing I would love to play the bass. Yeah. yeah, I just love how badass the sound is. Yeah. It is very cool. Um, like just hearing that beefy, like yeah. chunky uh, tone. It uh, And I mean, the bass, it doesn't get as much credit uh, as it should. It really keeps songs together and really gets the low end of the sound yeah. in there and makes it more like full. Uh, so bass is a very cool instrument and I've come to appreciate it more as I've had to take on the bass for certain songs in Sons of Rick since we switch around. Uh, so yeah, bass is definitely cool. I really like how bass is like, I, I always have second layers. I don't, I'm not a very good uh, in musical terms, but uh, like, you know, the second layer of tracks, which keep the flow together, you know, if there was only the first layer, like of a main part of it, then it would sound like very empty at, in some points. So I just love how the bass keeps all of it together yeah. in a flow, you know, it's like, for it's, sure. it's like um, a very unctuous uh, cream cheese uh, <laughs> yeah. flowing in. Yeah, for sure. I, I, I've played a show once without a bass for most songs. And although it sounds good, it does sound like empty, like it's missing something. So uh, definitely keep bass in any song. It's important for sure. <laughs> True. Like the bass service in pizza. <laughs> and uh, so tell us about the first show which you organized for your friend's birthday party. How was it for you? all of four of you to manage that show to put it together uh yeah so it was a cool experience uh so i talked to them uh and i was like i proposed the idea and they were all pretty interested mm -hmm. um like i mean i knew everyone joel hadn't met nick or riley before but uh, actually they uh they all got together really well and we all get together really well we like to go out and do stuff but uh um, basically we all sat down, I have like a little setup in my basement, um, and we decided on which songs we each like, yeah. um, and then which songs are like simple because we didn't have that much time to do it. Yeah. So we thought of some covers that would be simple, but, uh, fun and enjoyable. So we kind of wrote down how many we wanted and which ones we did. We did like a little voting system on yeah. which ones we would choose and then we set that down and then we each decided who's going to play what for each song, depending on the voice. Uh, I sang most of them and then uh, assigned everyone to go home, learn their parts for certain things. And then we'd come back later and uh, work through certain songs together and like we'd help each other. Certain things are more difficult and one person knows it better. So they'd help us with that. And it was a lot of collaboration for sure. Uh, and a lot of teamwork and we definitely put a lot of sessions together most nights we were at my house just playing and getting ready for the show um, and it was it was a really exciting time to get back into it because I hadn't actually played a live show for a while so uh, it was cool for sure and then when the night came I have like 
some equipment and some speakers, amps, and it was a lot of stuff to pack. Yeah, and I threw it all in my mentioned. trunk and uh, we each drove ourselves down to uh, location, set up all the stuff. Um, it was limited, but uh, we had everything we needed and uh, it ended up being a really cool show. We played very well, not too many mistakes. I mean, there's always going to be yeah. mistakes in music. Uh, most people don't actually notice unless yeah. you're actually in the band or like uh, someone who knows music well. Um, but uh, it ended up being really good. Actually, it was outside. It was like in the evening. So the neighbors, like three quarters to the set, <laughs> got us to turn it down. But uh, yeah. it was still it was a still a lot of fun. And it really showed us that we worked well together and that we could uh, keep going further with the music and playing and stuff. So it was a great way to rally us all together. Yeah. Well, great teamwork, but great passionate people with the same fire. Uh, that's uh, great to listen to. Uh, what was the first track which you played together as a band? So coming on that stage, do you remember it? Or the first song I believe we did "Smells Like Teen Spirit" oh, yeah. uh, by Nirvana, which uh, for me has always been like a classic opener. Just simple song. Uh, I I personally love Nirvana, and I mean, if you ask any musician, yeah. they'll tell you it's a simple song to play. Um, and, uh, it's, it's a fun song too. It's got a lot of energy and it was kind of like almost used as a sound check. Um, now one thing I will say is normally our first song recently as an opener has been seven nation army. Oh, and that's been that. a lot of fun, uh, as well to open with. Like, uh, when we played seven nation army for our first show at the pub, uh, that was an incredible feeling. Like I, I heard all the instruments. We had all the people yeah. watching and it just felt right. Yeah. Um, and like playing Seven Nation Army as an opener is one of the coolest feelings. Um, yeah. How would you say like having an opener is crucial for a band? Like, uh, is it like uh, as someone who does not matter, how important is it to have that opener, you know? like. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, choosing songs in a certain position is like half the battle sometimes. Knowing when to play songs is super important. Having an opener that sets the tone for the rest of the show is like crucial for sure because it's kind of letting the audience know what they can expect from you. So having a song that's not too slow where it kind of like the audience mm -hmm. is a little bored, but also not getting into like something super heavy where like you know it scares them off right away it's like a thing that's like uh grand almost it's like an opening and i feel like seven nation army has been that for us but uh we do plan on changing up our set list and uh currently we're working on like deciding what our next uh opening song is going to be and hopefully in the near future we're going to be opening with our own song Oh, uh, so we have yeah. been working on originals recently and yeah. i mean it's difficult we don't have that it much is. time with it's, assignments and yeah. stuff yeah. but uh definitely expect at least one original from us in the upcoming show maybe even two uh so we'll see for then but yeah i do hope we open our own show with our own song sometime soon but uh like you said uh opening a show with like an important song something that captivates the attention is really crucial yeah true it's a, like opening issues like a marketing campaign yeah basically <laughs> first seven seconds first 
first impression matters yeah everything in first impression really. it's like writing an essay you yeah. always have like you the hook. You, yeah the hook at yeah. the start and i guess that first song is your hook uh, exactly and so what kind of genre i haven't asked what kind of genre do you like to play guys uh sense of break Yeah, uh, so Sons of Rick kind of comes from, we all have a lot of different musical backgrounds. Um, so Sons of Rick normally plays kind of rock, indie, maybe a little bit of funk and a little bit of punk as well, kind of uh, coming from our emo eras for the yeah. punk stuff. Uh, but like mostly rock, indie, punk is kind of what we're aiming at. And especially when creating our originals, that's kind of the sound we're going for. Um, And if we talk about like each of our musical influences, uh, for me, I'm more of the like heavy rock, like metalhead of the group. Yeah. Um, and then Riley likes like uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers and Arctic Monkeys. She kind of likes funkier stuff. I like Arctic Monkeys. Yeah, yeah. they're good. They're good. Yeah. We're uh, we're hoping to play some more songs from them in the future. Um, Nick is into like indie more, like. The Strokes, uh, The Killers, kind of like oh, that. Oh, The Killers, Caution. Um, and Joel yeah. is really like all around. He likes most stuff, uh, but he does like things where the guitar shows off. Yeah. Um, I don't know what genre I would put that as, but like, uh, yeah, it's just we all have a lot of different musical elements and we all kind of shove it into one and make something cool out of it. So we have a pretty wide Uh, genre but if we're defining it i'd say like rock indie punk kind of yeah well, that's awesome and uh is there like uh any track which you personally do you love the most or you would love to play as a band like uh, uh which you but you haven't played yet uh which is always in the nerd pad oh we need to play this one day you know Yeah, that's a good question. Uh, there is one uh, I'd love to play, uh, Chop Suey by System of a Down, um, mm -hmm. which uh, I don't know if you've heard it before, but it's kind of... I've seen it every time in my YouTube recommendation. Yeah. I think I've listened to it, but uh, do, do a bit of a performance, please. <laughs> uh, I, I, I don't know about right now. There's it's, it's cool because it's got like some melodic parts where yeah. like... Uh, It's sing it's it's almost calm, peaceful, and then like uh, the guitar riff uh, is just like fast and chunky, and it's cool, yeah. and the uh, the voice is so cool as well. So uh, we almost decided to throw it on the set list for this one, but we did have to shoot it down because in the time frame we have, uh, we weren't sure if we were gonna get it up to the standard we wanted. <laughs> we're also looking at doing Joker and the Thief. Uh, by Wolfmother, uh, that one's a cool one as as well. Um, but we did shoot that down as well. There's another we, uh, Take Me Out by Frank Ferdinand's was another one that we were looking at. So we've got a lot that we want to play. Um, but it's just a question of which ones do we think are gonna sound the best and work the best for our voices and stuff. So we go through a pretty rigorous uh, voting process on what songs. We're going through, we recently redid the voting thing uh, for this upcoming show. So we decided to take like five songs out of the set and add five new songs into it. And then we're also going to add in an original or two. So 
set might be a little bit longer and we want to keep things interesting so always trying to switch it up and add different things what's uh, is there like any particular moment that uh, as a band that when you record or you practice or you perform which you keep you still keep in your memory today that you say wow that's amazing well uh one thing that uh i always remember is uh i mean it's annoying at the time but it's Sorry. it's funny it's uh, i mean we're trying to go over stuff and all four of us uh have a lot of trouble of just not playing and we always just we're talking trying to figure things out and then somebody yeah. just starts playing something else uh and then i'll <laughs> tell them to stop a few times And then ultimately ends up, we all just start playing the song or just break out into one of our songs or whatever, just completely getting distracted from the main thing. And it happens like every time. And that's probably one of the biggest reasons why songs take longer than they should to learn. But uh, I mean, it, it's fun. It, it's really just it, it's laid back the way we do it. We don't like I mean, we like to take things seriously, but music is all about the fun. Yeah. So letting those moments ride out. And I mean, we really have such good chemistry between the four of us. Um, we're, we've got a TikTok account and we're trying to post more of our yeah, just like funny, funny yeah. moments and stuff. Uh, we're trying to work more on posting it because mm -hmm. we do so much stupid yeah, stuff. I think uh, Nick is the shy one. <laughs> yep. Joel the flirt, Riley's yeah. the dad, and you are uh, the chaotic one. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, so Nick is. Yeah, tell us a bit about this TikTok. Okay, why each one is associated? Yeah, we we thought about it yeah. for a while um, because Nick, although okay. like he's kind of shy, but he's not shy. Uh, yeah. He's got like one of the coolest personalities uh, I've ever met mm -hmm. um he, he's always interesting but he's like kind of shy but then he's not shy at all um it's really weird and then joel uh joel was put as the flirt <laughs> yeah because uh he's gone through a period where he he uh always lets us know what's going on in his uh life romantic life, life. <laughs> romantic <laughs> life. Uh, <laughs> so uh we decided to label him as the flirt for right. that one And Raleigh's kind of the dad type. She's always there to take care of everyone. Oh. And when it comes down to it, she's always like there to help. She's a very helpful and kind person. So yeah, that's, that's kind true. of why she's got the dad type. I'll always need that one person. Yeah. Right. And uh, me personally, well, I, I mean, I didn't label myself as the chaotic one, but I can yeah. kind of see that. Um, I guess I could say I'm kind of unpredictable <laughs> sometimes, um, but you know i like to keep things interesting and yeah. fun so yeah I'll, i'll take the chaotic one i'll <laughs> take that name as with pride yeah, sure. so tell us one chaotic thing which you did lately like what, what was it uh lately yeah. i mean really recently today i went to the pub and nick shamed me for this i i was eating fries mm -hmm. and instead of just putting ketchup on the side of the platter I dumped it all over the fries and Nick just yeah, hated a... me for that. I mean, it's not that chaotic, but it's not, but, <laughs> but just, I'm uh, not judging you right now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> just a lot of really weird noises, a lot of just really sporadic things. Just, uh, uh, I don't know. It yeah. just, it comes in random moments, but uh, yeah, I guess it can be 
chaotic sometimes, but uh, I guess the band together were quite chaotic. We like to go to restaurants and uh, go to somebody's house and like have fun. And it's not just music. We like to go and hang out actually yeah. as a group. Mm -hmm. So um, even if we weren't a band, I think we'd actually just be hang out friends, normally. Yeah. So uh, that's another cool thing about it. It's important to have that chemistry. Very like good. I said before. Yeah. It is always, you know, like not to only be a group of, you know, just mu musicians playing together, but also to have that relationship, I guess, really helps to make things go go more smoothly. Mm -hmm. And yeah, you know, like like uh, going out is very good. Like I always say, like, you know, you need always that balance. Now let's come to a part of tracks, which like somebody comes up to you on the 2nd of December, you're performing the best show of the year for you and that person comes up with a track which you all don't like at all to play which track is it okay so like it's it's a regular track like never okay. proposes to them please <laughs> okay i mean let's think what would we not want i'm not gonna say i i mean personally if somebody told me to play wonderwall i would gladly play it my band would hate me for it yeah. um like if if somebody told us to play smoke on the water i would play it and my band would hate me for it too um yeah. but if there's something that i wouldn't want to play uh i gotta say riley might hate me for this but uh i'm not that big of a fan of red hot chili peppers yeah um and sorry for anyone who hates me for it but uh, it's not that much my style yeah it's all right. um and uh, i will say Spoiler, we are playing Can't Stop uh, by Red Hot Chili Peppers at the next show. And it's not bad, mm -hmm. um, but You'll have most to sing songs... It. You'll have to sing. I, I, I'm not sure who's singing yet because yeah. um, Nick might sing it. I might sing it. We're still in the decision process, mm -hmm. uh, but definitely expect that. But uh, I don't know if somebody comes up and asks me to play like... Uh, like a less known Red Hot Chili Peppers song, I'd probably say, no, thank you. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but that's just me. But Riley in the back would be like, yes, immediately. Yeah. Um, so I guess that answer varies depending on which band member you ask, because uh, some songs I dislike, some songs they really like, and uh, vice versa. Like I'm, again, a pretty big metalhead. So like somebody tells me to play like a Slipknot song, I'll be like, yes. And my band will yeah. be like, no. no. <laughs> yeah, obviously <laughs> Slipknot, why? We already know why. If you don't listen to I've never listened to Slipknot, but when I was uh, like uh, in high school, I have friends who would be like big fans of Slipknot. So mm -hmm. yeah, I, I was not too much of a metalhead kid, even if I look like one. <laughs> uh, that much like, you can judge me on my taste of metal, obviously Metallica. Uh, I, I don't remember, like, I love Linkin Park. It's very mainstream. Linkin Park's good. I like Linkin Park. And Metallica, Linkin. too. Like, yeah. uh, Metallica actually has been a pretty big influence on me. Uh, they were one of the first bands I really got into metal mm -hmm. through, so. Yeah. Like, I like The Memory Remains. Yeah. 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 The Unforgiven. Oh, that's a classic. Uh, for sure. Most of the Pets. Of course. And uh, what was uh, the one which Miley Cyrus did a cover of? I forgot the one. Like Miley Cyrus did a cover of. A yeah, oh, it's song. it's amazing. You will love it. Every time I say this to one person, she nailed that one. Okay, I will. It's I a will classic. Go home and listen to that. Miley Cyrus 
Do the Metallica cover. Yeah, it's the best cover I've listened to. Ever. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, did they have Elton John on it? But my phone is just there. We can play it right now. Yeah. 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 Okay. So, so I I won't be able. I will get copy striked. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. if you have it, your if you have Spotify, it should be good. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm so yeah. interested. We we'll get your to hear first this. thoughts on it. What okay. do you think? Miley Cyrus Metallica. <laughs> Nice. It's amazing. Very yeah. nice. Yeah. Yeah, I, I can see why you rec <laughs> recommend that song. Yeah, she her voice is it fits it. Like fits it. I was so, well. so surprised. I was like, you know, I always keep an open mind with music mm -hmm. and because it's artistic, you know. You never know what can someone create, you know. I'm just like, okay, let me give this a try. I was not ready. I wasn't ready. I was in a trance state. I was in my own world. I was like on the verge of tears. And the second, third listening, I was like crying. Oh my yeah. God, this sticks. This it's powerful. Deep. And really it's with powerful. Elton John on the piano and the intro and the outro there and the violin. I love violin so much. I wish I could play it. I hope one day in the future, maybe I learn it somehow yeah. um, because it's just a, such a beautiful instrument. Um, and I really love when like other artists cover like another artist's song. It's so cool to see how somebody else would interpret another song. Yeah. Um, and uh, I, I love trying to do like that, like once in a while for mm -hmm. when I play. Um, for example, my other band uh, that I play with, uh, I do like a kind of rock metal version of Bad Guy mm -hmm. by Billie Eilish. And that's like always super fun. And then uh, when we do creep with Sons of Rick, we do it through normally. Like it's nice. It's a it's a beautiful song. But then at the end, we do kind of like a pop punk version yeah. of it. It always gets the crowd super like hyped, and it, it's yeah. just so much fun taking like someone else's work and interpreting it in your own way. Oh, yeah. Um, so I love seeing that i love covers like it depends like since this year i haven't listened to that i don't have a new set so but on my old uh, pc laptop i had like eighty thousand tracks like, wow like people tell me sean how do you not watch tv shows and <laughs> i spend so much time listening to music yeah. that it gets me creative you know i imagine movies with music i create them myself yeah with my own stories and i just love that i keep a notebook where i know that oh that could be a good music clip it yeah. goes I just love writing those scenarios with music, but yeah, one of the, uh, Rage Against the Machine. Uh, I love uh, Rage Against yeah. the Machine. Actually, like, there's, uh, I think it's Denzel Curry. Denzel Curry, oh my God, I, I love, love this one. It, it is my favorite, like, I might like it's it more than- It's better than the original. Yeah, I'm, I, sorry. I, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I, I love, like, uh, It's Bulls on Parade. Bulls on Parade. It's so good. <laughs> He's that like, second verse like, it's so good oh man he's like unhinged during it and he just sings it with so much yeah. passion and when and you watch like, the clip he's like yeah i love when he yeah. starts on the ground <laughs> because we do yeah. we do bulls on parade with sons of yeah. brick actually yeah and uh i think i might uh for the next performance uh kind of copy what he Ooh, did. It's, <laughs> it's very high level man. yeah like, I, I don't wish, know but... i wish i could sound like he does he his voice he has that yeah, yeah it's it's uh he's angry man <laughs> yeah 
Well, it's it's what like the original band was yeah. all about, you know, like all that rage. It's yeah. rage. Like I like I mean I saw yeah. a comment, I think it on the video it said like Rage Against the Machine was writing it like they were angry at the time of what's happening. He was right he was like singing it because he's angry that it's still happening to this day. True. Yeah. And it was a really cool comment and I absolutely love oh, it. Yeah. I'm so glad you actually yeah. you know that because uh, I saw it like a month ago and I'm like wow like incredible i'm still like you know like i don't know what made me click sometimes i'm just like okay let me just click you know i'm in a vibe i, I just i was in fact oh it was a formula it was a reel which used like uh it's red bull if you love formula one there's red bull team so like they use like the term bulls and parade in that reel then i'm like okay but let me google bulls and parade right then i listened to the original one and I was like, I then I think automatically, yeah. Said, okay, but this version is actually very <laughs> yeah. good. Yeah. Like, my goodness. It remained my favorite track for like probably five, four months. Like, oh, yeah. I've, 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 I oh. wish it was on Spotify. Yes. It is on Spotify. Is it? Yeah. On Sp- Denzel Curry, like Wilson Parade. Is, yeah. No, no longer in my on repeat. Yeah, you're right. It's still. I- I'm throwing this in my playlist. I've been listening to uh, working on out. YouTube. It's in the workout playlist every time. It's in the workout wow. playlist. Need wow. to have this one. I'm glad you let me know because <laughs> I will be listening to that. Oh man, like anyway, it's like those tracks are just amazing. Uh, other tracks which I love covers are Hosier. Mm-hmm. I think Riley will love this. Do I want to know? Hosier did a cover of it. That's so cool. I don't know if she listened to it, but if you're a fan of Hosier, and Arctic Monkeys, I think the masterpiece, he, Jose's style was completely, completely done in Do I Wanna Know. Do I Wanna Know is a bit That's, spicy, yeah. very like central, badass type vibe. Mm-hmm. Jose is more into the soft, elegant, charming, and he adapted it that way. It's, I'll definitely ooh, tell Riley to chef's listen to kiss. it. I mean, I'll listen to it to myself. Chef's kiss. I didn't man. know you did that. That's cool. Oh man. And how did it start for you more personally? You loving music, playing music. How did it all start? Yeah, well, I mean, it, it goes back pretty far. Um, uh, from the start, I was in uh, elementary school and wow. my friend Gabriel, who uh, goes to this school right now, actually, mm-hmm. um, we've been best friends forever, but uh, he started taking lessons, guitar lessons at school. And I was like, it's kind of cool. I want to like do that too. So I got myself a, a classical guitar and I started taking lessons and I got pretty into it. I played through my like uh, fifth and sixth grade, uh, just acoustic. And then from there, my dad was always listening to like rock music in the car. And I guess that's oh, probably yeah. where I started getting my roots yeah. for it. And eventually he bought me an electric guitar and I started fiddling on it. And then eventually I joined... Um, this camp, it was a two week camp in the summer where uh, it's it was through Renaissance Music now, Long and McQuaid's. Um, I'll shout out Long and McQuaid's. I love yeah. that <laughs> company, great store. But uh, anyways, they put on a two week camp where it's uh, for the first like few days together, you all like talk about music and understanding it, a bit of theory, and then you decide on what songs you guys like. And then you choose what songs you guys want to play and then you assign yourself to what songs you want to like be a part of and then they've got counselors and stuff people to help you work on it and you have 
two weeks um, to get it up and ready. And the last two days are dedicated to doing it all together as like mini bands. And then on the Friday of the last week, uh, they would always organize a show like at Overtime or it used to be Little Texas, even at the mansion. And we'd uh, put on a show. And uh, that was probably one of the coolest experiences ever. And I did that a few years after because like I just loved it so much. It Playing music by yourself is one thing. It's super cool. But playing in a band and like being in front of people and like being on stage is just a different feeling. And it's uh, it, it, it's like addicting. And uh, from there, I just kept doing uh, different uh, uh, shows and stuff uh, and continuing doing that group work um, and uh, kept getting into music. And slowly my taste got heavier in music um one of the bands i got into pretty heavily was foo fighters and the shinedown uh which are two bands uh, i like i don't listen to as much now because i got a bit heavier but uh, those are two classic bands uh for sure and uh another thing that uh, further on they incorporated was they do you practiced every day for a summer at long and mcquades uh and then near the end they would actually get you to there's this thing called Voodoo Rock Fest in Napanee, and they'd actually have you play there for the Rock Fest and you do it as like a cover band. Uh, so the first year I did it, I did Foo Fighters and that was a lot of fun. Uh, I tore up my voice a little just trying to sound like Dave Grohl screaming, <laughs> but it was so much fun. And the next year uh, I did Metallica and uh, that was the first time where like everything just sounded really tight and everything sounded so like good and i was like like i felt like i was like a good musician yeah. you know i felt like i was playing well and doing things right and i was like i can definitely continue doing this and actually that metallica tribute band i did with my friend joel who's now in yeah. sons of rick so uh yeah i think that metallica show was really that moment where it's like uh, I, I could i could do something with this and go further yeah and how do you see yourself now in AMC and also like having a band? Do you plan on continuing aligning both of them in your life? Uh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's cool because it really can align itself well because I mean, I'm doing the music part, but then I'm also doing like the content for it. Uh, yeah. I mean, uh, we all have access to the Instagram. Uh, mm -hmm. I mostly do most of the posts on there but we all kind of collaborate yeah. together so it's like that teamwork feeling but also creating content trying to make sure you're like looking at the analytics and also staying up to date because you leave it for too long then you lose followers you lose yeah. attention so trying to stay on track with more like content yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I guess you can relate to that for sure um it, it's a lot of work uh it's yeah. more than you realize but it's been cool because like in school you work with clients to help them create stuff. Yeah. But being my own client has opened my mind further yeah. because there's so much to do and there's so much I want to do, but there's not enough yes. time to do everything. Uh, and like you said, yeah, I did recently open up a website through Wix. If anyone's ever going to make a website, yeah, website, I like I like Wix. Uh, Wix.com. Very helpful. Not sponsored, but <laughs> yeah. Oh no, nothing. We don't get any money. <laughs> yeah, but uh, it's pretty uh, helpful. And 
I was able to make a decent looking site and I'm going to use that to post like updates and events and when we're doing stuff. So, um, and like I'd previously mentioned with our, one of our classes in AMC, we're actually choosing Sons of Rick as a client to work with yeah. for a project. So, um, students have the choice to choose us as the client and, uh, work with us to create like a media campaign promoting our December 2nd show yeah. where um, we're going to put like, I think a hundred dollars in like uh, online, uh, like uh, advertisements yeah. um, through website. So Google analytics and Facebook okay. like meta. So, <clears throat> and then students will be able to see like analytics from <laughs> that. So that's exciting because not only am I learning, I'm also True. promoting my own band. Yeah. Um, and also we're going to have like a screens displayed at Queens as well, because we're going to have a Queens band come. Uh, so uh, I'm really excited to see how it turns out. There's a lot of opportunity. Um, and if we're talking St. Lawrence College, I've really loved how I, they've like really fostered that element of creativity and opportunity where like, um, I don't know, some other places might not give me these opportunities. I've been able to create a band inside of the school. And they have given me so many resources to grow. Like the pub has been incredible this year. Everyone who works at the pub, incredible. Yeah. Everyone at the SA is incredible. Yeah. They've been so helpful. Um, and it's just been a great experience. So, uh, yeah. I think I always impressed how every time, like, I post my podcast, uh, students mostly, you know, like, I love a student episode, like, where it naturally comes out, you know, like, I don't have to ask beforehand, hey, like, what did, Saint it's like, how much St. Lawrence does so much more than just academic stuff. Mm -hmm. It really gives you that safe space to let you grow and to normalize, like, little mistakes, you know, to make them and just grow into them. Yeah. And you're the living example of that. Kian, who hosts the technical side of my podcast, is, for example, it's just amazing. I host an episode with one girl she was like a brow specialist so mm -hmm. it's very just amazing to see how this ecosystem of people you know doing yeah. different things but just growing to become very talented people and it's it's just amazing to see and hats off to your camp like just remind me the name i can never get the name which you told me like where you did the camp for your Oh yeah, yeah. Um, used to be renaissance music now it's long and mcquade's long uh, long and McQuaid's long and McQuaid, yeah. you know, um, they they they've been yeah. great. I mean, uh, I guess I'll shout them out too. Uh, yeah. They are really one of the reasons uh, why I've gotten so far. Well, actually, um, it was a person who really organized everything and fostered that sense of music in me. His name's yeah. Dave Lavalley. Um, mm -hmm. He's kind of taken a seat back from the rock camps, but uh, yeah. uh, I can definitely say that he's one of the reasons True. why I've gone so far in music and it's really having those mentors that need to push yeah. you for uh farther definitely uh find yourself a mentor uh because uh, it definitely helps you go forward in life having someone that's already done these things and has these experiences uh helps you learn a lot a little off topic but it's, yeah. Yeah, it's perfect that's what podcasts are made for we're not in an interview we're just I always say it's a conversation yeah. not an interview so and i just love it you know like even like how you use your course to your passion advantage you know just how you know you're going to learn so much from it and you invest yourself much more you know i hope that 
the ads and also at Queens that you're getting the display, like it's going to work on very well for you guys. Like since you've been coming, I've watched part of uh, shown the stories of my friends. I haven't been. I'm always busy with assignments. So <laughs> yeah, no, that's an excuse. I, I will come definitely. Like tonight, I don't know, but uh, yeah, on no the worries. 2nd of December, it's a date. I hope I can, there's nothing happening on that day, but yeah. I'll surely come to see you guys live and uh, coming to your course also, like I can see that you have more of that, you know, using your band and your course together to really go forward in life. And I guess there was a trip to Ireland, which you did, uh, which kind of relates to that. Can you speak to us about it? What it was about uh, mostly? When was it? How long it was? For and... sure. Yeah. Well, uh, I will say this opportunity has been one of the greatest experiences probably of my life one that uh most people probably won't be able to but uh, if you're at slc definitely can they're going to be doing it again uh so yeah i'll tell you about it so basically um when i first applied to slc uh there's a lot of talk like opportunities to go to ireland to study and stuff and that was one of the reasons why i was interested in coming here and i mean with covid we weren't able to but then um i think earlier early this year uh, I heard about the opportunity. I'm like, I'm applying. Uh, I didn't really know what, what it was going to yeah. be or anything, but I'm like, I'm going to Ireland. So yeah. I applied for it. I wrote a short 300 word like essay on why I wanted to yeah. go and I got accepted. I was super excited. Um, and then I learned more about it. So basically it's a general education class. Yeah. Uh, so if you have like a, an open gen ed, you can just replace that with the, uh, uh, well, the course code is Gene 7000. Yeah. Um, so that's great. So instead of having to take like a random elective, I was able to use yeah. that and get my uh, credit for it. Um, and if not, you can just add it as an extra class. So uh, it, it's pretty easy to get into your schedule. Um, and basically the class is entrepreneurial thinking in a global context. So <clears throat> taking entrepreneurship, which is kind of close to advertising and marketing, yeah. which is great for me. And then like sending it out worldwide, thinking like making a business in another country, for example, that's one of the assignments we had to do, like think of what country would be best to open a business or uh, uh, venture in. So uh, it's like a regular class. Each week we have class and we learn about entrepreneurship uh and globally and learn a lot about that which is great it's a really cool class and then we've also had before we went to ireland we had a lot of guest speakers from the university of ireland uh technological university of the shannon uh in limerick uh ireland and they would uh, talk to us about certain things give us presentations so it was cool to uh, hear from them and kind of got us excited and as we got closer we learned more about it so we ended up going for two weeks. Um, we left Sunday, the 16th, I believe of October. And we got back Saturday, the 29th. Um, from what I remember, don't quote me, but something around that. So two weeks long, uh, we left, uh, all together on a bus on the Kingston campus. Um, and we went to Toronto, and we were there four hours early. Yeah. Uh, so we went to the restaurant and just ate and stuff. And it was nice. And then uh, hopped on the plane. And I, I've i only ever flown once in the past. So uh, it was a cool experience. Um, definitely 
uh, recommend chewing gum when taking off and landing. Oh, yeah. Um, because I didn't on the <clears throat> way there and I did on the way back and it makes a difference. Um, so that was cool. We got there um, and we got in Dublin, drove to Limerick, um, and then we stayed in this really cool boutique hotel called the Ooh. George Hotel. Um, and that hotel was so cool. Yeah. It was so great. It was yeah, yeah. situated right downtown Ireland uh, or Limerick. Limerick. Um, and we were able to walk everywhere that we wanted to go. It was like a five-minute walk. Yeah. Um, and the hotel was so cool. Um, they had like breakfast every morning. You went down. They mm-hmm. served it to you restaurant style for like, well, the school had paid for it, but yeah. for free. I'm not paying yeah. anything of that. Um, and again, the trip is fully funded, um, mm-hmm. which is incredible. I mean, there's no, you don't, you're not paying for the flight. You're not paying for the mm-hmm. travel. You're not paying for the stay. Yeah. And they give you a $700 grant in your account to pay for the food, yeah. uh, which is plenty for the two weeks. So like uh, w- one of the coolest things was all the food I got to experience in Ireland. Every night we were able to go to a different restaurant, yeah. we went to like a steakhouse or um, like we went to an authentic Japanese yeah. restaurant. Um, so like we got to experience so much different culture um, in terms of food and just overall um and uh so basically i'll tell you more about what we did there so uh each day for the first week we would go to the university um and we were we had the big boardroom it was super cool and uh, we did what's called a hackathon which basically you identify a problem in a certain industry with a group where you each assign different groups between ourselves uh, and then you had to make like uh, a solution to solve this problem. Uh, you decided on what scale it was and you didn't think so much of schematics of like money and stuff. I mean, a little bit, but uh, it was more like putting that idea out there and stuff. So um, and then each day we would do like maybe 10 to like four uh, and then the rest of the day we'd have off for ourselves. And on Friday, we presented in front of the whole group and in front of some board members from TUS. Technological University, the Shannon. So it was a really cool experience. Uh, one of the best parts of it was how we were 24 different students. Uh, and in total, it was 19 different programs out of those 24 different students. So there were so many different backgrounds. And I can say, uh, working for the hackathon, I worked with like people from so many different industries, like social service worker, but then also like... Uh, civil engineering, wind turbine technician, uh, and like I'm advertising and marketing. So we all have like clashing ideas almost, but it was cool that we were able to like form something together, an idea and uh, actually make a solution. Um, So that was probably one of the best parts, the diversity in the group of people that went. Um, And yeah, I mean, we visited a lot of stuff too. We went to the Cliffs of Moher. We visited the prison in Limerick, which was a functioning prison, which was crazy. Um, and we went to some engineering places and some boardrooms and stuff. It was, we visited a lot. And then on the weekend, we were allowed to like do our own little travel. So a few of us, we bought a train ticket for uh, 11 euros, um, like a two hour train ticket for 11 euros, which is crazy compared to the prices here yeah. for train tickets. Um, and we went down to Cork which was a beautiful place, um, yeah. uh, very cool. Uh, I like the architecture and uh, 
a lot of like uh, street art was very cool. In Ireland, at least where I visited, there's so many buskers and a lot of music, which was actually really cool. Everyone's playing guitar or is singing and stuff. So that was great. I, I like to seek out the different music stores there. Actually, there's one right next to our hotel uh, called Savin's uh, Music. And I went into the shop and I was checking out their stuff and I was just playing their guitar and they were like, uh, we're looking to advertise more of our guitars. Do you mind uh, just uh, uh, if we record you playing and posting it on our Instagram? So yeah. I played guitar just acoustically and they videoed me and they posted on their social media as like just showing off their guitar. So I was like super, super cool. Um, so I like the music. And we also the last two days we went to Dublin as well. Yeah. So it was a lot, yeah, but uh, it was an incredible experience, one that I won't forget. I got a lot of pictures, which I plan to post on my social media, but I've been lazy and haven't quite yet, but uh, maybe soon I will. I'll say like, sorry, oh, yeah, absolutely. sorry for late post, <laughs> you know. I've seen it all around social media, especially on the AMC DMC yeah, page. The AMC DMC yeah. page. I love that page. Um, so much good content such, on it. Such yeah. good content, yeah. And they always post me. Just this, but yeah, that's one thing which is like again, like I just love my biggest passion for everyone is working out music and traveling. Pretty basic, but uh, yeah, I can get behind that. I like that. Traveling is uh, just like for me amazing. You know, just hearing someone. You know, Ireland has never been in my top destinations, but just again like stories of traveling you know just you comparing the difference between canada and ireland to you i think to your eyes it was so wow how it was two very, countries can be so different you know and yeah very different but also there was like it was cool to see similarities, similarities. i mean it was nice that people spoke english <clears throat> but it was also cool that they're really working on preserving their yeah. language um like they have their own language Gaelic, and yeah, yeah. yeah. uh I think they call it Irish. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, and they have it uh, all over, like every sign and stuff. And like when they broadcast messages, they do it in English and in their language, um, kind of like we do English and French. So yeah. uh, it was really cool to see that. Um, and like a lot of the people there would try and teach me stuff. Um, I don't know if I remember. I think Nathan is Adam Dumb, something like that is my name is Nathan, but don't quote yeah. me <laughs> something like that but uh, it was cool to see uh, how they like care about their language and stuff so yeah yeah it's it's really like Ireland is like uh, just what only intrigues me is like my name is Irish style so it's Sean but the yeah. S-E-N tie mm -hmm. so like you, you I would if somebody reads it like oh that's seen you know like I have some people but I'm glad that in Canada people like know that it's Sean instead yeah you know? in my country people are like see Sian, <laughs> yeah. you know Sian. it's Sean yeah. oh, but is it it it's S-H-A I don't know there's another way of writing it yeah. as well <laughs> yeah, yeah. Keep, there's keep a lot that. of ways of writing Sean yeah for you it's Nathan yeah Nathan so N-A-T-H-A-N yeah. Um, one thing that's cool is if you say it backwards, it's still Nathan. Nathan. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. yeah. Yes, the room is the same. Amazing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. I got the name Nathan because my parents, well, most of my mom wanted uh, me to have a name that can be said in French and in English. Nathan. So, Nathan. Yeah. From yeah. yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> that's French, why I got Nathan. French speaking. I like it. Yeah. 
Uh, I'm a French. Uh, French is my second language. So, oh, yeah. Oh, English cool. is my third language, actually. Yeah. Really? <laughs> yeah. Wow. <laughs> cool. I didn't know you spoke uh, French. Oui, je parle français aussi. Oh, right. c'est uh, bien. Yeah, maybe not for the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, like, coming to Ireland, I guess it's not like, it's a process, right, to get through it. And for, my question is next, for whom this is, and what's the process behind to get through it to next year if someone wants to apply to it? Yeah, so it's done through the Global Learning Center. Mm -hmm. uh, the people there are excellent, very excellent. They're super welcoming and super helpful. Uh, so I'm not exactly sure. Uh, from what I know, I think they're running it again next year. Same thing. Um, so basically, I assume they'll put out uh, signups for it um, probably like start of next year. Yeah. And I mean, I'm sure okay. they'll be posting it all over social media and stuff. Okay. And it'll be on the St. Lawrence College website. If you look up mm -hmm. global learning or study in Ireland, I think you'll be able to find that. Yeah. Um, and basically what the process was is that you apply, you just put in your details and stuff, and then they ask you to write like a short, like 300 word um, essay about like why you want to go and what your mm -hmm. interest in like entrepreneurship in Ireland is. Mm -hmm. um, and like, just, you know, talk about yourself. Don't like overstress it. Like they just want to know why you're interested. So um, yeah, you write that. And from what I know, they're going to prioritize international students mm -hmm. for the trip first. But uh, that doesn't mean if you're not an international yeah. student, you can't go. I mean, I'm, yeah. uh, I've been in Kingston since I was like three. Which, so basically yeah. forever. Uh, so definitely apply for it because I don't know why you wouldn't apply when it's paid for you. Yeah. It's an incredible experience. You learn so much. Um, so for anyone who's like, uh, should I do it? Should I not? Just apply for it for sure it's always worth it. do always try yeah. yeah i always tell people just go for it you yeah know? because why not what's the harm in what, it like what's the harm like you will get rejected so yeah that's it's not being over you're not dying so. yeah no yeah. an opportunity is an opportunity you know whatever comes to you but like you said don't overdo it also you yeah know, so that you get burned out so but anyways, like, uh, and I'm glad that you had an amazing time in Ireland. Like, all the 24 of you, I guess, you had an amazing time. Internationals, all local Canadian students as well. Yeah. And just the trip, also, the education that you got there, I guess it's, it will be valuable for all of you guys. For sure. And uh, what else can I wish you for this uh, 2023? What's next for 2023? What's next for 2023? Well, um, in terms of like uh, what I want to do in the future is recently I've been into more of the like uh, video industry. Like yeah. um, I hope right now, I mean, my things change all the time. At one point I wanted to go into like, forensic science yeah. um and like that was wow. like a few months ago i was like maybe i should go into that but uh for now uh, i think i'm pretty set on it but i want to do like video content yeah. like advertising so creating mm -hmm. like video ads for certain companies and stuff uh so recently i've been uh actually i'm i got a placement we're doing placements in january mm -hmm. i got a placement with a company called viva productions yeah and they're super cool actually uh Melissa Prince, who is uh, the person who's gotten me into it, is a grad from the DMC program, yeah. from what I believe. Um, so that's super cool, seeing our grads all over Always, Kingston. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, I'm super excited to work with them. And I'm also currently working with their side company, Station 14, which does yeah, live that. broadcasting yeah. for like the Queens games. I got to do two um, like sessions with them so far, hockey and football. And it's been probably one of the coolest experiences like ever because I just I'm so giddy about like mm-hmm. camera work and understanding how it all functions and stuff. So I really think in the future for 2023 i want to push myself to get more into that industry and gain more connections and stuff that way and of course continue working with the band yeah i'd like to have at least two singles released uh two singles uh for next year and maybe late next year maybe an album who knows Um, it it depends how far we go Uh, i mean it's a it's uh, a little ways away, but if I'm setting goals, I'd like to have an album out for mm-hmm. next year. Um, be further in the film uh, and like video mm-hmm. industry and just be a better person, I guess. You know? Yeah, that's still a great goal. <laughs> if you become, we always become a better person. Yeah. <clears throat> oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> that's how I felt in Ireland when I yeah. got there for the first while. Yeah. My throat was just. I was just talking like this, like yeah. Th- thank you so much for carrying me back <laughs> off, Nathan. And I can wish you all all that, uh, Nathan. Like for twenty twenty three, what you did in twenty twenty two is already amazing for me. Like who's someone who's very ambitious myself? I'm just impressed always. Like that's why I love hosting this. I always meet impressive people. And I'm like, I should listen to my podcast more as a as a listener, you know? Like, I would learn some things from it. I just love, from the beginning, how you organize yourself, how laid back and not too seriously. You kind of balance this with your band, with Joel, Riley, and Nick, uh, how you have this teamwork, you know, going on in a band. Just the love of music, anyways. And the first show to now having the ambition of creating an album, discovering new horizon with a trip to Ireland and using your AMC course to your advantage. And I can just uh, tell you that you achieved great this year and you will do great also next year also. Keep, keep the same mentality, the same passion and desire and all four of you are going to do amazing things. And I hope SLC student can be motivated by you and do check their website, it's very new. Uh, give them some beautiful traffic, you know, uh, visit them. I'm sure they would post amazing content on it. Their social media, which is Sons of Rick. How yes, is it written? So- Sons of Rick. So yeah. S-O-N-S space of yeah. space Rick. Sons of Rick, uh, their website as well, which I will put the link. And you can listen to the podcast also every week as well. If you're listening to Sons of Rick, uh, it's SA Voice Podcast on Instagram. It's uh, Voice Podcast on YouTube on Spotify and on Apple Podcasts. Right now, there are billboards. You can scan the QR code and watch the previous episode of me hosting our CEO, Glenn Volbrek. And also, like, don't forget, 2nd of December at St. Larry's Pub, Sons of Rick is going to be there. So please do come in great numbers. Bring your friends. Uh, have a great time at St. Larry's and enjoy the music, simply. And thank you again, Nathan. Yeah. joining us well thank you so much for having me on it's been a great experience um it, it's been a lot of fun yeah and uh i've realized stuff about myself <laughs> just talking um yeah. it's been great and uh anyone who listens to this podcast and gets to this point um if you tell me you got to this point in the podcast and you come to the december 2nd show 
I will give you a high five personally. So, <laughs> so just tell me you listen to this point and you'll get a high five. <laughs> Amazing. And again, so I'm sending a high five to you guys. Thank you for listening to my podcast. It's every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Listen to it. And have again an amazing week at SLC. See you soon. Tune in next week. Bye-bye. Bye. Perfect. It's a wrap. <laughs>